George Bush doesn't care about black people. You like that? You like that? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. You don't surprise me no more. I know. I'm sorry, Pat. You're, uh, you know, I'm not as good as I once was. Anyway, Pat, uh, chub step. Chubbin'. Chubbin', baby. Chubbin'. Anyway, it's going to be crazy this week because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. It's like crazy this hour. It's going to be crazy, crazy. So, first of all, how was your last week? Anything? Bought another guitar. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what kind of guitar? It's an acoustic electric six okay. string. Yeah. It's used. I bought it from somebody through somebody. Okay, that makes sense. Didn't actually like make the exchange with the person who owned it, but okay. this person is moving to Florida, and she doesn't play that much. Okay, didn't want to take it with her. Needed a little extra cash. Didn't yep. pay too much for it, and it's it's not bad. I mean, it's not the greatest guitar ever, but it's, sure, yeah, it's better than the acoustic I have, which is the first guitar I got back in fifth grade. And this is like a $75 acoustic mm-hmm. piece of garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't played it in years. So, what do you notice quality-wise? What's the biggest difference? I mean, obviously... The neck like, so... is straighter. Okay. So... Okay, because the other one was like a curvy neck. Well, you get what you pay for with instruments. Yeah. You know, okay. if you want to start her off, you know, instrument where you just kind of learn the basics, yeah, I yeah. guess you go with something cheap. But on the other hand... I was told when I was learning that it's so much harder to learn when you're playing on an instrument that's so difficult to play. It's, it makes sense. So if you're really serious about it, then you should invest in a quality instrument when you're getting started. Yeah. But it's hard to tell, you know. Like I took piano lessons for a year. Yeah. I really liked it, but it, I, I hated reading music. You know. Yeah. I don't do that with guitar. It's all by ear or. Got it. So yeah, you don't read music. There's music like when you're playing guitar. Yeah, when yeah. I was taking lessons, they'd basically show me things along the way. But yeah. It was never reading the notes. Reading the notes, it's like it's another language, and it was just it got to the point where it was too difficult. And, yeah. You know, there was the whole right foot, left foot, like you know, left hand, yeah. right. It, it's, yeah. it's too much. It's and you have to know which me. which hand is your left hand and which hand's your right. Yeah, hand. I just I was stuck. You do the L thing, right? If you do the L. With both hands, you know what I'm saying? If you make an L with both hands, the one, your left hand is the one that's facing the right way. Your right hand's L will be, you know, with your index finger and your thumb. That's how you know your left hand from your right hand, Pat. I'm just trying to help you out. Do you have a problem with, do you have a, do you struggle with reading in general or is this just notes? I have, no, it's more like the multitasking aspect of it. With piano, there's so many more notes than there Mm -hmm. are in guitar, I guess you'd say. Yeah, you're trying to yeah read something while you're moving your feet, while you're doing stuff with your hands. Yes. Yeah. yeah while you're playing sense. rhythm with your left hand yeah. and melody with your right yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very 
complex. My brain. Can't that's what I'm about. No. I'm all about the sauce. No, hey, that's all right, Pat. Uh, so if you play piano, kudos. Kudos to those people. Yeah. So what? You had some other things too. What? Uh, we were talking about Billy Bob Thornton last week. Yeah. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Billy Bob Thornton and my boy Slash yep. put together a playlist, and it's 23 original hits by the original stars, volume one, difficult to strip to hits. You're talking about... <laughs> wait, your shirt off. I, these are songs I understand. What's, explain the So explain it would be awkward if, say, you were at a, a gentleman's club, and yes. it was the girl on stage, this was her song. Okay, is that it how they describe like, that, or are you just interpreting that's my daughter, that that she Take that off! I mean, it's pretty easy to interpret. Okay, okay. So, continue. so what are the songs here? Some of the ones I know, In the Jungle, The Mighty Jungle, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Okay. So The Lion Sleeps Tonight by Solomon I mean, that's Linda. like a kid's song. So, it's yeah, it's that difficult would be to weird. strip to, Jared. Yeah, I get it. I get you. Jeez. Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Judy okay, Garland. Okay, yeah, yeah. A little difficult. Dust in the Wind by Kansas. Okay. The Longest Time by Billy Joel. Do you know that one? I'm sure I know it. I've heard it, but that one doesn't ring. A... For the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, it's not doing it for me. Uh, old Man by Neil Young. You know, Old Man. Yeah. Look at yeah. yeah. Those were basically the ones I knew. Okay. And no, there there's was, a bunch on there you don't know. Stuff by the Bee Gees. Okay. Um, Sherman Brothers. The Beatles. Okay. It was one of those revolution number nine by the Beatles. I don't know that one. Yeah. So what do you think about when somebody re-releases like, I mean, this is no different than somebody's like playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I mean, what do you think it's when exactly somebody releases releases an album of this? You know, like well, it's not an actual album; it's a playlist, and they've like photoshopped an album together. Oh, got it. So they're not it's actually not releasing stores. this on CD or something. No. Okay, I thought this. Okay, I see, I see, I see. Who would buy that? That's that's what I'm saying. But they used it's to more do about they used to do that kind of stuff. They used to be like that. Now that's what I call the '80s, or now that's what I call the '90s, and there'd be those commercials where you buzz could buy cut. it. Or no, it was buzz hits or buzz cuts. I, I know the remember. one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah the. Uh, it was like the post-grunge era. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, exactly, all those. What do you think about those where the people just compile? So, like, now? Yes, now 18, now 55, all those. 203, yeah. whatever. Do you think that's just kind of, it's kind of BS? I mean, those have obviously gone away now that people can just pick and choose the music that they want. But at the time, were, did you ever buy any of those? Now 4. You had Now 4. When I was a kid, Now 4. Okay. Blue Babadi. I actually had that. I'm not joking. I had that same now. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that same one. Um, it was a U2 song on it, and that's all I really remember. But yeah, I remember it was I purple, it and I had now four. Interesting. Yeah. I don't remember other, anything other than it had that song. Now that's what I call country. Yeah. No, that's that's a, a good one. Country. Now that's what well, I call Christmas. Ooh, we should do that for. You're basically ripping off now with that's what I call Christmas, but you're just putting your twist on it. Now that's what I chub Christmas. What I chub Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> and then that will be the for the next uh, Christmas. You know, for years and years I've just been waiting to make an appearance on the Christmas song. Just just a little cameo. No, you haven't. Yes. You hate the Christmas music. I do, but it, that doesn't mean I didn't want a cameo. Well, I'm waiting for I'm my turn. Okay, you always talk be, about your okay, turn. You can be included on the next. I don't need to <laughs> sing. I just want a cameo. Yeah, that, that sounds fair enough, Pat. That sounds fair enough. So. Okay, that's great. All that is great, Pat. Remember that in December. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, I'll remember it. Uh, yeah. We'll uh, talk to Bryn Flakes about it. And all Nine that months stuff. from now. Yeah. Remember that. So then you also talked about something with the Titanic, right? Didn't you have something about the Titanic oh, in the picture? Oh, yeah. I wasn't prepared to talk about that. There was... Even though you wanted to talk about it last time? Last time. Well, I was more prepared last time. I forgot about that. There okay. was... I follow Seth MacFarlane on Twitter because Seth MacFarlane's hilarious. Yes, he, he is. And he always has, like, I don't agree with all his political yeah. ideas or beliefs, but yeah. he, he has a good point a lot of times when he's trying to make a statement about mm-hmm. how society is. Yeah. So there was a picture he posted. He said, I don't know who who made this, but, yeah. like, it's it speaks miles or something yes. like that. And it was a picture of the Titanic going down, like, cartoon figure ish mm-hmm. yeah and there was all these people in the water and they were recording it on their phones while it was happening <laughs> oh, God. like how true is that i mean we've talked about this i think one of the first episodes when we started doing this again there was like the usa women's soccer team and we were talking about there was like a video and everyone in the crowd was on their phone well, it was also that the girls were up, weren't they on stage and they had a bunch of their phones out? Yeah, like the even people who were actually a part of it. Yeah, part of it. And like them on the, yes, yeah, so there was that. So, you know, how, okay, I'm thinking of some of these like championship parades I've seen like when I was a child. How is that any different than those few players who had like a video camera with them though? No, that's not any different. No. That's the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like everybody does that now. Yeah. No, exactly. It's just that it's it's so much easier to do now. You have it in your pocket. But okay, it's 2016. You're telling yeah. me one person can't do it for everybody? That's something that drives exactly. me nuts at like family parties. They yeah. want to get a picture of the whole family. And we take like 20 pictures. It's because like, everybody passes around. Person, Can you take it with my phone? Can you yeah, take it? yeah. One it's person a good point, can't Brad. take the picture and send it to everybody. That's a very good point. No, they definitely should do that, and they definitely can do that. So one person records the Titanic going down, and everybody yep. sees it. Yeah. No, but that wouldn't be the case. Everybody would be posting it to their story about, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm about to die. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Burr, it's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point, Pat. I was uh, One of the uh, things that I actually had written down was I was watching uh, the Hawks game. I think it was last night or the night before. Uh, and they go to the fan cam. And there's a fan cam. You know, I'm watching this on TV. And... They showed six people. Five of the six people they panned to were on their phone. Like, didn't even look up. You know. That's how it is. Yeah, that's how it is. Didn't one per- and, You know, so none of them knew that they were... I don't think even the last person knew that they were on the fan. You know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have their shot to be on TV. Like, maybe they're recording it at home. They go and watch back the game. Was I on it? Oh, yeah, I was on it, but I'm looking down on my phone. So this is, like, another thing that's kind of happening in stadiums now is yeah. they have all these, like, Twitter campaigns. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hashtag this with a picture of yeah. you at the game. So yeah. I seen somebody on my timeline took a picture of their picture up on the Jumbotron. And they were like, we're famous. It's like, <laughs> you're up there for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Do you think they're actually being serious that they're famous? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. That means so much to people. It's like, wow. You know, like, first of all, you showed your thirst for getting up there yes. by – Posting the Instagram picture, buying into the man, the system. This yeah. is what we want. Social media interaction. Yeah. Just so you could be up there for 10 seconds. It's a good point, Pat. It's a very good point. Uh, taken. No, I, I 100% agree. It's like, yeah, what is... I, it's, you like, know, wow, some intern picture, picture. You're up there for 10 seconds. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. I don't... I mean... But that's to me. That part to me is not as much different as that. I just, just don't like how everything's the about the phone now. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not a huge. I know. 
I agree, Pat. It's uh, just the... Uh... Like, the game's going on. Wait, we got to take a selfie first. Yes. Maybe we'll get up there. No, Hold on. It's I got to post different. it to Instagram. It's a little different, though. I do like sometimes where you get the ones of the people at home. The people at home. If you're like, I've been some of the Marquette okay, games. So I... if you do that at home, then how do you know if you're on the Jumbotron later? That's a valid point. You don't. No. But I've seen game. I've been at games where like oh it's like you know like a mom at, with her kid is in, in like you know Marquette gear and uh, so it's good for the fans is what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so it's like fan fan. Inter- I think they feel more interactive. When, it's good. Know, yeah. No, it's good for the social media and the fan interaction. Yeah. I get that. I just think it's stupid. I well yeah I'm not disagreeing with that. I but it's, I see where they're coming from. I see why in this day and age you would do something yeah. like that. But it like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like to complain. Well, I know that, but that's all right. That's what the uh, that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's definitely all right. So, uh, here's something that I've been thinking of, and tell me how this doesn't work. And I'm sure there's a way that this doesn't work. So, you know, in mail, the classic, not electronic mail, not email, but just physical mail, snail mail, snail mail, the USPS, United States Postal Service. Yes. You can. You have your send. You know my send to address and your return address. Yep. What happens? And you know, if you send something without a stamp on it, they just give it back to you. Right. Mm -hmm. You didn't pay. You didn't pay, but they, they, how they know to give it back to you is the return address. Yeah. What if you flip those addresses? What if you put your return address? You beat the system. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is there, (laughs) is there a way that this works? And that's also fraud. Well, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. And then, okay, saying, so it's addressed. You're not supposed to open illegal. a letter that's not addressed to you. Well, I'm not. Okay. That's like breaking the law. You can't open mail that's not I, yours. Say, and I get say, it. You say, sent it. But say I'm you, trying to give this to Brent Flakes in California. Say I want him to get a letter. You don't want to pay his, for it. I don't want to pay for it because <laughs> I don't want to pay the 49 cents it takes to get a stamp for a letter over to him. So I put, yeah, I put my address instead of in the top left. So it shipped I put, from St. Charles and ended up in California? <laughs> You don't think they would catch on to that? Yeah. Well, you're saying that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So what? Where? At what point could I? Could I maybe drop it off like halfway? Like what happens if I like accidentally put so it? So you're in gonna a, go all the way to like Colorado? Yes. Yeah, so if I was in Colorado, say I'm in Colorado. Oh, so then you put your actual address in Illinois. I would put my actual address in Illinois as the the main address as the, the re- main address in Brin Flakes. But as then the why address. are you putting something from California in Colorado? That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Can they tell because you were on the road and you wanted to send what, a letter? Yeah, what if I was just what if I was just naturally on the road? I wanted to send a letter. You from beat there? the system. That's what I wonder. Do they have a way? <laughs> do they have a way of distinguishing this? Or what if like I'm just wanting to send like we had to send some uh, we sent some family like uh, postcards type thing like people do Christmas Christmas le- cards and we'll send them to our neighbors which are like on our street. Just drop them off. Well, I've, okay, but let's say we we do send Walk. them. I know, but then sometimes the mail person picks them up accidentally, all that stuff. Anyway, so we, we end up mailing them. But what I'm saying, could I just do that? Just flip the address? You'd I think probably so. get away with that. I could probably get away with that. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of breaking the law, but hey. I, I'm not saying I can do this. Rebel. I'm just curious if this was an actual possibility. I'm not going to do this. I can spend the 49 cents <laughs> on the mail. I don't care. I can, I can handle that uh, that cost, but... It's just a curious, you know, it's just that's something a flaw. that's going through my head. That's a system flaw. But I don't, but I wonder if they have, I, maybe it is, or maybe they have a way, maybe this is a common, I'm sure I'm not the first I person to think of this. I think if it's 49 cents, they don't lose sleep over it. Yeah, but that's like the majority of their money. You know, people don't, people don't send as much, people send bigger packages through UPS or FedEx or those kind of things. They that's typically true. don't send them through USPS. That's true. 
So most of their money is from just normal. And when you really think about it, the mail service is a pretty good deal. I mean, 49 cents to like, what if I said, Pat, take 49 cents and go deliver my, uh, you know, my mail to Brin Flakes in California. Like go all the, I wouldn't do it for yeah, 49 cents. Yeah, you wouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Obviously they have a system and they do multiple, you know, letters at a time, but uh, it just, you know, it's actually a fairly reasonable price, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't feel the need to do this, but I just thought it was an interesting thought, you know? You have thoughts. I have thoughts. And okay. so that was... Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. Here's another one of my thoughts. Uh, so I was doing... Air, so I've had a side business throughout high school. Uh, it was part of middle school, too. But basically, it's lawn aeration. I've already told you about this. Geration. I might have mentioned this at some Did point. Did you cut grass? No. It's aeration, Pat. It's not... That's not what cutting Wait, grass is. I think... The you, holes, little you, holes yes, in the ground. Holes in the grass. This. It's a landscaping thing. They It lets air and water into the root system better. You know, whatever. So Agriculture, it started man. because I had this this aerator in my grandma's garage and nobody was using it. So I, you know, as a youth, used to uh, load it into a back of a van and then I drive around to the neighbor's houses and do their lawn. And I would just do that. I would just do that after school, and I did that all through high school. And then did pay you good? Oh, pay was really good. They didn't take yeah. taxes out. No, no taxes taken out. Yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, you know, at the time I was doing like. $30 for a lawn. The lawn would take me half an hour. So I would set up. 60 bucks an hour. I would. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, you would add, unload and load time. It right. adds on a little so bit it's more. It's like 30 bucks an hour. It would, it would be, it would be probably around $45 an hour on average. It's pretty But sweet. I would do, I would do like, yeah, two to three lawns most days in the fall. When and you're spring, young, right? that's a lot of money. Exactly. Too. So here's, here's, so I still, there's a few people. Now I have, you know, now I'll have my brother and my brother's friend will, you do the aerations, I'll kind of set them up because I still have a lot of like returning clientele from high school and all that kind of stuff. But there's a few guys that I go and do still because they're like old, you know, guys I've known forever. So I was doing this one, I was doing this one uh, yard on last weekend. And there was this guy, there was a church right next to, to, the, uh, to the lawn I was aerating. And this guy who was in all denim, not necessarily a story other than this helps you picture him. All denim, he had a, like a black kind of flabby fedora type hat and sunglasses on. And his name is John Cena. And he sat the entire, I did, I did this a couple lawns right there. And so the guy sat the entire, like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say he was outside an hour and a half while I was aerating, <laughs> just staring, like watching me do it. And he, this was none, his lawn was not being aerated. And I don't know who has that much time on their hands to do that. What kind of, what kind of? He's person? making sure you're doing a good job. He's getting his money's worth. Well, I wasn't doing his lawn. Oh, some guy was watching you do someone else's lawn. Yes, that's what you were saying. Multiple. I was doing multiple lawns on that block. Maybe you looked like a thug. I don't think I look like a thug at all. Especially if you're doing someone's lawn. Yeah, especially if I'm doing someone's Dude, lawn. Maybe he he thought. He enjoyed watching think, you do your thing, I just thing, think he man. did it. I'm sure, like, I could get if you're curious, like, oh, what is he doing? So then, but that curiosity wears off after about five, ten minutes. I'm not exaggerating yeah, too much time an hour and a half. I, I don't know. He had way too much time on his hands. Maybe he's retired. He might have been retired. I hope that I'm not doing that he's when I'm retired. He's just so sick of reading the newspaper and playing the crossword yeah. puzzles, man. It just, I, I don't, obviously, I don't, it didn't bother me at all. It was just, I was just very curious. That what, would bother me. Well, it was a little awkward, I guess, but like I was just, you know, I was just paying attention to the lawn. You know, I'm not paying attention to this guy, but like other than I just kept looking over and seeing him, 
staring at me, which is just an interesting thing. Just curious what, like, it's just an interesting, uh, you want to dive more into that person's story of, like, what, what what's going, like, why? I would have been like, you know, this is a, a hard trade to understand. I'm going to have to charge you. Yeah. If you're, you try and take any more of my ideas by constantly yeah, exactly. watching me. Exactly. Or I could have just asked him to do it. Yeah. Like, would you mind? Oh, you're interested? Yes. Come over. You apparently I'm not going to pay you. Yeah, I'm not going to pay you, but I can show you the ropes. So that was, uh, that was an interesting weekend activity. So another thing here, Pat, is how about some emails? Yeah. Because we'll go through those. We got a few emails, so I want to make sure we get to all of those. Okay. You want to take some of these? I'll take some of these. Rotate. Rotate. Okay. You take these two okay okay you start it's another oh, f- wait first email the show chubstep chubstep.podcast at gmail.com plug it plug it yeah another follow-up question for pat from matt large money banks is it big money or large money i'm trying to say he it goes right. by both i believe okay large big money banks okay hi pat <laughs> dear pat would you support the Chicago Cubs if they just... Well, okay, don't say it without the laughing. Try to say it so that Would people you support, can hear. Okay, I'm, he's asking me the same question every week. Okay. Would you support Chicago Cubs if they changed their name to Chicago Chubs and 29 Africans were cured of AIDS without a generalized cure? And Jared got to meet Brennan Fraser and Jeff Goldblum. Thanks, Pat. Matt. So, he was, so, there's, so there won't end up being a cure for AIDS overall, but 29 people will be cured of AIDS. How and, long do I got to cheer for them? Another follow-up question. Just, will you cheer, like, he's just saying, will you be a fan? Would you be a fan then? All time? No. But, Pat, you... Why am I people, being forced 20, into this? 29 people's lives saved. Plus, I get to, you're, I get to meet Who's saying Jeff they're good Goldblum. people? Well, Pat, let's assume, okay. What if they're the okay. people who, like, recruit kids to be in the army, and they okay. just so happen to live in Africa, and they got AIDS? Pat, that's a good question, but let's not assume the worst. Well, let's not assume the best. Okay, let's assume middle ground. They don't deserve to die. They don't deserve to live? That's middle ground. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, but either way, let's forget that. Forget the cure. You're not going to let me meet okay, so forget Jeff Goldblum? Qu- well, no. you're not going to let me meet Jeff Goldblum and no. Brendan Fraser? <laughs> no. Well, now I'm upset. Meet them on your own. But you can help me. You know no, how to do call, it right here. Call your talent agent. <laughs> try and get them on the show. I'm not going to root for the Cubs, okay? They're not the Cubs. They're the Chubs. <laughs> I'm not going to root for the Chubs, <laughs> especially after the, the stuff they've been doing the spring training is just bonkers, man. They had a mime going through warm-ups with them the other day. Pat. What does that have to do with baseball? You could cure. You could save people from a disease. I'm not curing anything. And, and, you, could, and you could let me 29 meet. people drank Jesus water and don't got AIDS anymore? Yeah, Pat. It does, <laughs> there's no specific my whole life? water. I just, I just want to meet. Brendan Fraser and Jeff Goldblum. I don't think that's too much to ask for your root I for a team. I think it's a lot to not. ask. A lot of people don't get to meet their their heroes from Hollywood. <laughs> okay, well, just letting you know that you're shutting down my dreams, and I don't appreciate it. All right, well, here's from Adam. Okay, uh, there's no subject, though. Assuming there was no legal repercussions and you had to choose an option, would you A, eat a cooked infant for a million dollars, or B, eat a live infant for a hundred billion dollars? Is there even a hundred billion dollars to be had? Oh, there is, Pat. That's a lot of just laying that's around. That's about as much money as you you know ever could fathom. Yeah. What do you even do with that? You can literally do whatever you want with that. People coming after you all the time. You could hire people so that people can't go after you. Yeah, people don't like you just because you got money. We well, don't have to let anybody know you have this money. 
Oh, the bank's not going to know about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's a good point. Uh, so what are you thinking here, Pat? I'm not going to eat an infant. <laughs> <laughs> either way, you're eating an infant. You don't understand this. You have to eat it either way. And so either it's going to be cooked, so already dead and cooked for a million dollars. Yeah, it's still eating. Well, you have to eat it. I don't have to do shit. That's Jared. what it said. You had. You that's had, a hypothetical question. That's hypothetical. What I don't have to all answer. All these questions are hypothetical questions, basically. Okay, Jared, you answer. I would eat the cooked infant okay. for a million dollars because it's already dead. Like I didn't do the killing. Like obviously, this is horrible either way. But if I'm is it eat- really worth the money? No, it's not worth the money. I'm not saying this is. I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this because Wait, who sent this? Adam. Adam. Adam sent this. Yeah. Yeah dark just hey just listen okay so i don't mean to judge <laughs> i think this is a pretty standard question this is like oh, it's pretty i've heard standard. this on like four or five other podcasts but this is like okay. commonplace so do i have to eat the whole thing cooked infant yeah i mean you're not gonna i mean i think you would as much as you'd I eat like eat my if somebody whole said sandwich today <laughs> okay well then leave I whatever for it whatever portion of that well this is the opposite they're paying you to eat it this is this is why you'd want to eat it pat I'm not. I would never. Obviously, if I had the choice to not do any of these, which I guess I technically have right now, I choose not free to do will, that. Free will, man. But with that, without the free will, you have to do one of these two options. It's not a good pod to just say I'm not going to do either because it's gross. <laughs> so why don't you come up with a reason for why one of these would be good? But you know, all I'm, I will say is any kind of meat would taste better cooked. Probably that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, but see what the proportion is. is it's <laughs> incredibly different. You get a ton. You know, you get a, That's what I'm about. I'm all about But I agree sauce. with you, Pat, though. When you would get that much money, $100 billion, you, you, you to me, are not it, – your life, to me, is going to be worse than if you got that million dollars because I think you, you would have so many people after. I think it would be nonstop money thing from everybody. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like what, what happened if I win the lottery? I can't pay my student loans because i got to pay everybody a little handout I've ever known in my whole life. Well, I think you'd probably pay your student loans first, and then people, but people would, would be hope. asking you for handouts the whole time. Oh man, I'm gonna lose my house. What's yeah. more important, these loans you could work for, or me losing my house? Yeah, I, I know. Got that's, kids. That's. I mean, that's what they talk about in that uh, broke documentary, ESPN Thirty for Thirty. They talked about the players and like how much of it is when they when those guys when the professional athletes get broke. It's from a ton of that is like. You know, you got to buy your mom a house, and then your friends are asking for money, and then your parents, you know, and like people steal from you, and like, and that's and that's on a much smaller scale than a hundred billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, granted, you and me are both smarter than a lot of those guys that come out of college. They basically come out a lot of times up front without college, with almost no education. You know, without they because, take the, the bare minimum. Yeah, they take bare minimum and stuff like that. And a lot of times they don't they graduate. Buy. Most of those guys, most MBA guys, they're in the they MBA go for did, one year, one year, two years. Yeah, so. Anyway, so the but I would easily choose cook the cooked infant. <laughs> to try to get it for that live. I would ever. I would have an impossible time. I, eating I don't know many live. meats that taste better or not cooked. No, no, no. I mean, sushi is uncooked fish, yeah, and that's pretty is solid. Is fish even meat? How is fish not meat? Yes, I, it's I, I have the same argument with you. How is fish not meat? But it's it's, How is, it's yeah. like a separate thing. I know somebody who's a pescatarian. That if I didn't just butcher how you pronounce that, <laughs> you might have, I don't. but it's just what fish it? and vegetables, okay. no other meats. Okay, it's like a separate category. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you haven't picked your answer though, Pat. I said I would rather have okay. a cooked meat. Okay. 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 Well, you didn't, you know, blatantly say it. What's your next email? Oh, it's from Michael Thomas James. Okay. Why Great. do I keep getting ghosted by girls on Twitter? 
Not Twitter, Tinder. Didn't he I'm write sorry. Tinder? He said Tinder. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do Why I did... keep getting ghosted by girls on Tinder? Okay. I'm sorry. I haven't been on Tinder in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that just went over my head. Pat, give me all the dating advice you can muster. Jared, keep sipping on that mojito I know you're working on. <laughs> you're still in Christ, MTJ. Send from my iPhone. Dating advice or Tinder advice? That's tough. He's you're, dating you're, advice. He's asking for dating advice. Dating advice. Take it slow. Take it slow. But isn't that not... You're probably not going to meet anybody worth dating on Tinder. I'm just sipping my mojito. I'm not going to respond to any your of mojito. this. You're like... <laughs> You're like Kermit the Frog with the I don't, cup of coffee. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he... That's none of my business. That's none of your business, Pat. Okay. I'm just over here doing my own thing, so... Yeah, I don't think Tinder's the route to go. And I, I can't speak from personal experience. I did not have the best experiences on Tinder. Care to elaborate? Why, yeah. yeah <laughs> I There were a lot of girls on Tinder who I feel are simply on Tinder to... F- like gain self-esteem they don't plan on mm. actually ever meeting you Ooh. they just want you to work for it Ooh. there's only so much you can say before oh why don't i just get your phone number at yeah. this point yeah you know, this is stupid this is using up my data plan yep you know where where is this going what are you doing yeah <laughs> you know oh a movie cool what are you watching like it just goes yeah. in circles what's the yeah. point to me if tinder was like the purpose of tinder should be Hey, we we have a match. We both like each. Okay, well, you know, let's let's take this somewhere. Do you wanna yeah. do you wanna meet up? Do you wanna get a drink? Do you wanna mm-hmm. get some food? Do you wanna do some fun? Play some mini golf. Mm-hmm. That's not what Tinder is. Mm-hmm. Tinder's like late night. I just wanna meet somebody who you know is down. That that's what it is to me. Well, that's yeah. I think that's kind of the concept. So yeah, you're not gonna date. A lot of people you meet on Tinder. I don't yeah. know anybody who's ever dated somebody they met on Tinder. And I could, I'm sure people have. Yeah, I'm sure people have. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, dating advice: don't start at Tinder. <laughs> How about next time you're in the grocery store? Um, or you know what? I've heard bookstores are a great place because then you actually have something to talk about. What do you like to read? Grocery yeah. store, it's kind of you don't like, like to oh, read. You're buying, what if somebody doesn't like that, to read that prime rib, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What if somebody doesn't like to read though, Pat? That's not a good option for them. Go to a show. I've met people because a lot of people listen before. to the show because they can't read, and so we. Oh. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. That's what this is. This is an audible book. Of I've met our a couple lives. people at shows in the past, like concerts. Okay. That's you know that's fun. You know you're loose. This it is a little loud. I'm not. Yeah. But there's the in between the sets thing. Yeah. You know, and then you connect on the music you're seeing or listening to, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough, man. I, I don't know. Anyone I've ever really dated besides the girl I've been dating for mm-hmm. a long time now, it's always yeah. kind of been like a friend through a friend. Mm-hmm. So maybe call up your friends, see if they got some <laughs> friends. <laughs> hey, friend, you got any friends? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Not Email. The best, not the best advice. No, I don't think that was bad what, advice. What I, I don't think that was bad advice. Sublime. It's what so. I got. Yeah. <laughs> so email the show chubsubjectpodcast at gmail.com. How about a Brendan Fraser movie review? Yeah. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? 
yum yum sweats. Ah, uh -huh. she's doing with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Okay, Pat. There seems to be a theme going on with Brendan Fraser movies. Pauly Shore can... and Sean Astin reviews. Well, okay. Let's. I'm not saying that. Made in the nineties, early two thousands. Okay. So how about titles here? Okay. The... What was the movie? What was the movie last week or a couple weeks ago? Journey to the the Journey to the End of the Night. The yeah, there's the in that, a lot of this. So Journey to the End of the Night. Uh, was last week. Then we did. Uh, What's this? We stuff. Journey to the center of the earth. The. So it's a journey. Yeah, journey to the center of the earth. Journey to the end of the night. This was escape from from planet Earth. So escape it's not from a planet journey, Earth. It's an escape. Journey to the center of the earth. Escape from planet Earth. Yeah, there's some weird like title things going on with Brendan Fraser movies. Was it intentional? I don't know, but they're not related at all, especially this one. Escape from Planet Earth 2013, directed by Cal Brunker. He is directing the upcoming Nutjob 2. Brendan Fraser was in Nutjob Nut 1. Nutjob. So Nutjob 2 was coming out. He didn't do anything on the first one. He's going to direct Nutjob 2. He was an artist, like, you know, animate animation artist on Despicable Me and Minions. This is an animated film. I should clear that, clear that up. So this is a this is the most this is the most star-studded cast of any Brendan Fraser movie. You ready for this? Oh man! Get ready for this. Yeah. Starring Brendan Fraser playing Scorch Supernova. Starting off hot. Starting off real hot. His brother is Rob Corddry. We're Rob Corddry. Fire. Rob Corddry is from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Yeah, you know him. Yeah. Plays the asshole friend, as they refer this to him. He's in every movie. Yes. But he's actually kind of a nerdy character in this. It's kind of you interesting. Know, I actually think I've seen a movie where he's not an yeah. asshole. So then Rob Corddry's wife in the thing is played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Sweet. Then Ricky Gervais is in it as he's just kind of like the computer sound, like as like, you know, they, they start the it's computer like the talks Stephen to them. Stephen Hawking voice. Yes, but like not. But not the, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, not Stephen Hawking. He's like the computer, like the mainframe system. All it's that like kind Siri. Of okay. Then Jessica Alba plays the main bad lady. Big fan. Sophia Vergara plays Brendan, plays Brendan Fraser's love interest. Really? Yes. Is this a recent movie? 2013. Yeah, it is pretty recent, yeah. I guess. Uh, Paul Shear, he's Pauly from Shore? the League. No, not Paul Shear. Paul Shear, he's, uh, he plays Andre in the League. He's one of the cameramen in it. These are all voices, obviously. This is animated. William Shatner plays General Shanker. This is his birthday the other day. Yep. Uh, Steve Zahn and... And Steve, Zahn. Steve Zahn and Chris Parnell play like these just like they're the only people that look normal basically in the movie. They're like humans in this. He's just a normal guy in every movie. Steve Zahn? Yeah. I like Steve Zahn a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, George... I wouldn't say normal, but he's yeah. never like above average. I'd have to think about that. George Lopez Ugh. is in this movie. Craig Robinson. Okay. Uh, I've met him. White Sox fan. Is he? Yes. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, I rode an airplane with her in L.A. No, yeah, she was on first class. She, yeah, we were about friends now. She was on first class. Birthday. I walked past her. She had a one-eyed dog sitting oh. on her lap. And then Bill Hader Bill from Hader. SNL. Of course. He, uh, he is an announcer. He like is the voiceover, like the announcer that's kind of like on the intercom throughout the whole thing. And he's uncredited in the movie. I don't know why. So that's pretty big. That's a pretty big cast. It's more than usual. That's it's a huge. It's a huge cast. So 
the whole concept of this is Brendan Fraser is kind of he's very similar to his character in The Nut Job, where he's kind of like this. Uh, a nut job? No, the movie The Nut Job. Pat, D- did you hear the review on this? You were I don't think it was you were here for that episode. I, might not I think I remember it. it. Yeah, I think I did it with Trevor. So anyway, uh, he's kind of like this. He's kind of like a hero esque character where. Everybody like cheers him on. Everybody's a big fan. He's kind of like the he comes to the rescue always, and they're kind of like this intergalactic series, uh, like not series, but kind of group that just goes and rescues planets and rescues different people in need and that kind of thing. So that's Brendan Fraser's kind of playing that main role. The problem with with that character for me, it was very similar to like a Buzz Lightyear, very like the way he talked and like very much like a like copy. Tim Allen. V- well, just just that character. Okay. He's very much like Buzz Lightyear, think Scorch Supernova. Like no sign very, of intelligent light yeah, it's, anywhere. It's not overly bright and just like very, you know, da-da-da-da, like that kind of a personality. What's and, it like? Yeah, so Rob Corgi plays his, his like nerdy brother that's kind of helping him out throughout the whole thing. The whole concept of the movie is that they're getting a distress distress call from the from Earth, and what's going on in Earth is that some guy, I think the guy is played by William Shatner. Uh, he is capturing. I couldn't tell the voice exactly where William Shatner was, but I think that's who he was. Anyway, they're capturing aliens, and the aliens are the real people making all the technology throughout the world. So they're the ones that came up with the computer and the cell phone and all that. It's actually captured aliens that are making the technology. So. All these, all these aliens are trapped in Area 51, classic. So Brendan Fraser is sent there to rescue them. So the whole concept, it, it's all about that. This movie was... Aliens. Yeah, they're all aliens. Brendan Fraser's like blue, <laughs> kind of blue jacked guy. I don't know. Oh, he's jacked now. Yeah, he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty jacked in this. So it was, uh, it was pretty decent. You're not going to like this, Pat. It was not bad. It was a Pauly Shore movie. Oh, no way. Yeah. It was uh, a very okay movie. This is an animated film that's like, it had a lot of funny kind of references. Like it talked about how, you know, it, when it was when it was describing uh, describing Earth as, like as Brendan Fraser's character was traveling to Earth, it was kind of describing Earth as like run by wild. They did a lot of like funny references where people like, oh, they battle over arbitrary divisions between their countries and you know i don't know it just like kind of just kind of like try to sum up mankind as a whole and did it in a funny way but it, so it had a lot of funny kind of references for adults like it was adult watchable movie and it was not a horrible movie it was just kind of like what the about same... the kids man the kids would enjoy it too because i mean it's it's i think this is definitely a kids movie but it's just it's had enough adult references and stuff like that, that innuendos anyone well not even so much innuendos no. but it was just more like you wouldn't get it if you were a kid yeah, some of the definitely some of the stuff. It would be like, you know, exactly. So, it was uh, it was very it was watchable, but it wasn't anything like I hadn't seen before. It wasn't like a crazy, you know, it was kind of typical and by the book type of animated movie. And uh, so is Jessica Alba blue? She's blue as well. Is she jacked? No, she Good. is of normal female frame compared to the she average. She is not a normal female frame. In the movie, you would have to watch it, Pat. Uh, Escape from Planet Earth, 2013. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very okay, but it's it's watchable. You know, it's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. 
Okay, how about we go right into Tanzania news? I was, yes. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting what are you from tanzania yes i am i knew you were thinking that pen that's why i started this up <laughs> so this is insane can you believe this forced income must benefit communities can't must it well, let me read you the most mean. The, well, let me let me read you this really confusing subheading <laughs> that will confuse you far far worse than the uh, title. A research carried out by Department of Ecology and Natural Resource Management and Department of International Environment and Developmental Studies, Norwegian University of Life Sciences, and the School of Natural Resources and Environment, University of Michigan. That's one sentence. Actually, it's going to continue. This is all the same sentence. On equity and distribution of proceeds from forest products from certified community-based forest management in Kilwa District, Tanzania, has come up with some findings on the matter. That's it? That's all one it. sentence? <laughs> That's all one That is actually all one they sentence. They go to a journalism school they in don't, Tanzania? Not, they don't have uh, an editor, apparently, in the no. writing. But, uh, run-on sentences. It was a run-on sentence with, like, development department is in it like six times so anyway the whole thing here is they're talking about uh cutting down the forest so like is is local like lumbering and this is from dailynews.co.tanzania give its credit where it's due so are these like are the communities surrounding these forest areas that are being cut down for lumber are they benefited by you know, by lumber, you know, like lumber, like uh, not lumber. I don't know what the term is. Trees, like tree cutting down trees for lumber. Are the communities surrounded by these areas benefited by that? Like, do they get jobs? Do the jobs pay all? They're not naturally benefited by it. Trees are good for the earth. Exactly, but they're saying more from a. So it's all about money. It's all about money in this case. It's all about money in this case. Well, the people here need the money, so these are a lot of times poor villages and that kind of stuff. So just kind of talking about that and. They found in some cases it was, in some cases it wasn't. They said how in some cases um, the people were actually getting paid. Uh, Actors were also found to pay wages less than national minimum wage for the industry of a U.S. dollar, the U.S. currency, a dollar ninety-two a person per day. That's it. So that's their minimum wage in Tanzania. Jeez. Let me tell you, well, so this is getting paid less than minimum wage. So obviously that's really bad. That's telling you that, you know, that's illegal. For It should be. I think that's probably illegal. I'm assuming that's why they have a minimum wage. There, It did make me think of some other minimum wage stuff, though, which was minimum wage was not something I knew a ton about until I took economic, you know, until I started going through economics in school. Minimum wage, I always kind of thought, you know, the more the merrier. Jack it up, baby. Jack it up. You know? Get that minimum wage up higher. Um, It turns out, from an economic standpoint, that raising the minimum wage is not as beneficial as people believe. For who? For everybody. Okay. On a short term, on a short, on a really short term, it is good for the people receiving minimum wage because they're getting an increase from, say, you know, eight dollars an hour to ten dollars an hour. 
but inflation. But what that does is it inflates. Mm-hmm. So in long, in very not it fairly. It's like this guy shortly, makes fifteen dollars an hour working at McDonald's. I make it's like oh I make that much money working so, in an office. And this is, you and know? This is, yeah, and this is how this is how it happens. Is that companies? Let's let's use McDonald's as an example. Shout out to McDonald's. Here's your free they're, spot. Do you think they're do you think they're going to take a price cut if if minimum wage say they say they play pay their employees, let's just keep it ten dollars an hour. Let's say before it was eight dollars an hour. Now they're gonna now minimum wage is raised to ten dollars an hour. Do you think they're going to take a price cut? Do you think they're going to all of a sudden make less money now they're paying no, their employees food's more? Food's gonna cost more. Food's gonna cost more. That's what happens. So the way they go about it is they're gonna raise the cost of food because food goes you know. So now the price of food goes up, and the average price of food goes up. Now people need to be making more money in order to pay for that food. Right. And all it does is just raise things up, and you know, and it also happens. So when you have a price floor, so a you have the I don't know the standard economics graph. You kind of have the demand and supply. There, you know, they have like an X supply and they cross in the middle. Supply, and, yeah, okay, man. supply and demand, yes. So <laughs> they they cross in the middle, and at that point is where the ideal like wage would be. Yes, that's where when you create a price floor, which is what a minimum wage is, that it actually creates unemployment. Because basically, you are actually, I know this seems crazy, but if you didn't have a minimum wage, and the reason the minimum wage was created initially was actually a good reason. Like, there was companies in the 20s, you know, all this stuff early on that were really ripping people off. I that bet. would, like, screw people, you know, it, like, immigrants would come an over and they'd pay them nothing because they didn't speak the language or whatever and this kind of stuff. So it, it, the concept of it is good. And it does. And, and honestly, that could still happen if there wasn't a minimum wage. This could still happen with immigrants and, you know, maybe people didn't understand the language as much. And, you know, they could get ripped off easily had and there not be a minimum wage. So I can see the benefit. I see the benefit of a minimum wage. But the actual where the market would find, like, where the free market would find the price for an average person making minimum wage it actually be higher. It would be higher than it is now. Like if you go to a Home Depot, and it doesn't happen as much in Chicago as it does in like California, that kind of stuff. Those guys that like the day laborer guys, a lot of times will not leave for less than twenty dollars an hour because they know for them it's not worth their time doing a certain amount. If if right. McDonald's started, say there's no minimum wage, and McDonald's started, you know, saying okay, we're only going to pay four dollars an hour. Nobody's going to work for that job. No. So they're not going to have any applicants, that kind of thing. So they're going to have to have it. You know, they would have to, the market will find its rate where, you know, if they have $15 an hour, then, you know, they can't really compete with that, but they'll have a billion applications. That can, so it'll find so, its way in the middle. And it'll probably be a little bit higher than the minimum wage would be anyway. What you're trying to kind of convey is if minimum wage were to go up, it's not like that would dig people out of their problems who make minimum wage because the price for everything else would go up. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. And if anything, it hurts, it hurts everybody else more and it helps them. It only helps them for a very short amount of time. At the end of the day, you're making minimum wage at the end of the day. Yeah. But I, you know, but I mean, there's people that do make minimum wage and need to support, you know, there's people, you know, that make minimum wage and, and support a family on it. So you get the fact of how, you know, you want to raise minimum wage, but it just, it's not, that's not the best answer to help those type of people that need to be making like, more money off minimum wage. Do it's, your time, you know? Everyone has had yeah. a job in their life where they've made minimum wage. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah maybe not people. everybody, but a but, lot of and, people. But, it's like do your time. But there are and there but there are some people that are upper age, you know, elderly, like I think making minimum wage. But just that, you know. Make yourself more qualified. 
Yeah, and that's that's not always possible. But I yeah I I, I know what you're saying. But that the, the end goal should always be that. I agree. I 100% agree. But um. So what's this guy, Tanzania? Um, it we, had nothing to do with Tanzania. Other one. it just made me think yeah. of it. Just brought up minimum wage. And anyway, the whole thing with this is that uh, they find that sometimes it helps and sometimes it doesn't. The local force. Hey, hey. <laughs> it just brought me on a on a rant about uh, minimum wage. Jared the econ major. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Pat. Uh, next topic, please. Which is the woman I love is living with a little monkey about... that looks like me. Uh, Easter eggs. Easter's coming up. I, it snuck up on me. It's probably because I didn't participate in Lent this year. Yeah, that's probably you should have done Mike James's. Uh, I should suggestion for an anti. Oh yeah. <laughs> what you could, what a, a bad habit you that could pick up. That would be so much better for everyone yeah. else. So, are you gonna enjoy a Cadbury cream egg? I am going to. I'm definitely gonna. Really, I don't like yeah. those. Really? Okay. What auto peep? Uh, I used to like blow them up in the microwave. Make yeah. Them really big. Yeah. I don't like marshmallows anymore. Gotta have chocolate with it. Okay. S'more. Give me the okay. S'more. What about the chocolate bunny? Uh, depends how big it is. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't want the enough. gigantic one. I'm never gonna finish. Yes. It's gonna rot my teeth. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I like to do a thing. So we do an Easter egg uh, hunt at my grandma's. Not when I say we, I mean younger cousins of mine do an Easter egg hunt at my grandma's every Jared year. Does it. And I like to. Fill I still up... do an Easter egg hunt. Don't don't be embarrassed. Oh, I'm not. I just I'm trying to get to the Easter egg part, Pat. And this isn't you know the funny part of the story is not me saying the Easter egg thing. It's what I fill in the eggs. So you know a lot of the uh, the parents will put eggs out there that have candy in them. Typical Easter egg situation i bring the beers i like to fill up about you know 15 eggs let's say 15 little eggs and i'll fill them up with random things that i find throughout the house so and things that nobody would want to find an egg so like you would love this one pat but i there's times i filled up with egg with just butter i would love that yeah and then there's times where i filled it up with flour uh one time i put a raw egg in a plastic (laughs) egg and this kind of thing so this is this is a little lesson (laughs) I never never did it for this reason, but here's a little lesson to not be so eager to open up those eggs. Is you know, say you got your little pile. A lot of times, these little my little cousins will have their pile of candy that they've just you know they open up one egg and they they pour all the candy right on the to the carpeted floor and they get their pile going and going. Well, if you get to the point where you open it up and you have a raw egg that just pours all over this candy, that's not going to be so good. No. So you know, take your time. Take your time. Be patient with Don't these. Be in a rush. Be, Don't be greedy. Especially with these gifts. These are gifts you're finding. You know, <laughs> so be careful. Take this egg. Yeah, as take a this gift. egg. I'm trying to think of some of the good ones. I mean, I've done mayonnaise. Ew. And just egg filled with the plastic egg filled with mayonnaise, and they. I've had that. I've had. I've had like flour on the one. Sometimes they're obvious that it's those because they're kind of like darker and yeah they don't shake but sometimes they cut you know sometimes they put rocks or different things you know there's little things that people wouldn't enjoy rocks, but it's just a catch little, it's a little laugh maybe it's more for myself sure maybe yeah, it's more for maybe. myself <laughs> but uh you know kids enjoy it i don't know if they do i enjoy it if there was like butter or sriracha i'm a huge sriracha guy now really it's actually taking over it... ranch a little bit Ooh, so it's really big if I got like butter, sriracha, and an yeah. egg, I'd probably just plop it on my plate. And <laughs> That's what I'm about. I'm all about the sauce. So I've had two weird encounters with people on the road recently. And one of them has been I was driving my sister's car, and I only 
I wanted to wear sunglasses super bright, so I only had her sunglasses in the car. And there's some big puffy sun, you know, big like girl sunglasses are just huge. Glasses. They're was huge. So I pop them on and I forget like, you know, 30 minutes of the drive, I forget that I have them on. And I look I look to my left and somebody's driving right next to me and they look over at me at the same time, which happens quite a bit when you look over are at you people. Are you driving in the car. like a, a chick car? No, too? I'm driving a Jeep Cherokee. Oh, it's, so not it's a, a nice car. car. Yeah. So I look over and <laughs> you know, I look over at the person looks at me, just gives me the weirdest face, and I had no idea why. And that I, you know, that I realized that I'm wearing these female huge sunglasses, and I look ridiculous <laughs> in them. So that was one weird encounter that I had. The second one was I was driving uh, downtown Chicago, and there was this guy at a bus stop, and he had a a large like he was it was probably like a six and a half foot tall pole, just a metal pole. And on the end of the pole was a, uh, like a plastic doll, like just a head of a plastic doll on the top of the pole. And I was really confused by this situation. And I kept, I was at a stoplight and he was at the, you know, at the bus stop and I kept looking over and eventually we caught eyes because I kept, I was so confused by what this could be. And he just, you know, he just gave me like the head nod up and down so- a couple of times. And I just had to do it back. And then I just kept trying. <laughs> it's just been weird. There's been weird encounters with people uh, recently. You know, weird I, stuff to I see. finally took my online traffic school. I finished it yesterday. Oh, yeah. One of the things they tell you is not to make eye contact with other drivers. I, that happens with me a lot. It happens too much. Do you, do you, do you, have, do you, is it, do you do you that? You got wandering eyes, Jared? I got wandering eyes, man. I can't help it. <laughs> do I? No. I found myself, and a person caught me doing it this week, where... When I get frustrated with the driver in front of me or next to me, I start clapping. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's going too slow, yeah. and they finally change lanes. Yeah. I start clapping. And nice. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. I got so excited today because I was stuck. We've talked about You actually told me to go this way. I had to go yeah. down California Boulevard now instead yeah. of California. Yes. To avoid the traffic by yes. prison. Does that help? A little bit. Okay. I mean, it's still a little slow by the light, but yeah, okay. you, you cut in front of all those people yes. who are waiting all yes, yes, yes. So someone actually cut someone off. It was my turn at the stop yeah. sign next, and I started clapping. Yeah. <laughs> that meant that my turn was coming up. Yeah. You know, yeah somebody yeah. was going to let me in soon. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy, he, he was rude. He just claimed his spot. Didn't care. Didn't care. Could have oh, rear-ended man. him or sideswiped him. He, he was going. Yeah. I clapped. <laughs> well, there you go. Is that the show? Do you have anything else? Maybe we can talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, okay. Pat. Leave some cliffhanger for Pat's things that he's going to be somehow less prepared for next week than he was this <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. Uh, all that stuff. Tell a friend. Share the podcast with a friend. It's Easter. Tell it's Easter. Family. Put on Chubstep on Easter if That's you got a, nothing... Yeah, too crazy, dude. Put it on while your Easter egg hunt's going on. Yeah, you know? that's a good idea. Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, here will be. Here's our little uh, plug for the Easter egg hunt. Ready? One, two, three, go! <laughs> <laughs> that's for uh, Easter egg. I, I didn't know where that was going. I know, I know you didn't. Um, so I should have filled you in, you know, previous to us discussing that. That's okay. But uh, you won't you <clears throat> won't get stuff all over the place now if they're listening to this. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So share it with a friend. Share it with your family. Email the show, rate the show on iTunes, and the show has ended. Goodbye. Now you know you got to go. Program is now shutting down. Peace. This is Yasin.